that ain't day, it's night. If you ain't sure, you might. Gotta be this or that. Host Dana Rodriguez is joined tonight by technical editor Kara Pace and teacher Lori Fisher. Welcome, everybody, and happy Valentine's Day out there. We hope you are having a lovely day with your loved one, and we also hope that you can spare us an hour of your lovely, valuable time because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So, of course, we are hoping for your participation. Very, very important. And, of course, the earlier you call in the show, the better it will be and the more chance you have to get on. So those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that is area code 415-841-4134 and toll-free uh, 866-798-8255. You know, somebody told me last week that the toll-free number wasn't working, so you know, you can let me know, okay? 866-798-8255. Uh, we'll be taking questions on current events, movies, history, and literature, geography, television, television, radio, and everything else. Uh, I'm going to be vamping just a little bit here because uh, Lori and Kira are not quite lined up to go on the show. So as soon as they uh, join us, we will, of course, get them on. So again, 415-841-4134. So, of course, we'll do without the introductions. I don't think that's really necessary right now. Uh, I just want to say again, happy Valentine's Day to all our listeners out there. It's uh, great that you can spare us a little of your time to join us tonight. And, of course, uh, happy President's Day Tomorrow and, of course, Wednesday. Happy Ash Wednesday. Uh, Three big holidays, what can I say? Of course, uh, tomorrow is known less as President's Day in our house than half-price candy day because all the Valentine's candy is half-price. So, and uh, anyway, so please join us over the course of the next few minutes. If you can, give us a call, 415-841-4134. All right. Well, I might as well just start with a couple of questions here, and we'll see how things go. So let's see. I I have a question for uh, Valentine's Day and uh, President's Day and Ash Wednesday. So I guess we'll start with – we will start with Valentine's Day. So the oldest – we all know about the conversation hearts, the the candy with the little sayings written on them. Uh, What are the five oldest sayings – that uh, have been used continuously on the conversation hearts. So they started basically around 1902. What are the five oldest sayings that are still used today on these those candy conversation hearts? So see what you can come up with there. And I might as well give you the uh, president one as well. Um, let's see. What is the most recent presidential birthplace that is now in the national park system. What is the most recent presidential birthplace that has been added to the national park system? So you can come up with there, and I will give you one more. What fictional person, this is Valentine's Day, what fictional person receives the most Valentines each year? What fictional person receives the most Valentines each year? All right, so once more. What are the five oldest sayings, in other words, the ones that have been used the longest on those candy conversation hearts that people give each other on Valentine's Day? And so that started around 1902. And uh, what is the most recent presidential birthplace that has been added to the national park system? 
And what fictional person receives the most Valentines each year? Okay, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hello. Hi, you're on. Go ahead, please. Okay, very good. So my first question about extremely scary situation that happened in a city and county in Florida a few days ago. Somebody hacked their water system and increased the level supply of lye by 100 times. 100 times, not 100%, 100 times. Uh, that is extremely dangerous and deadly, and if we can do it there, they can do it anywhere. So we have to do something about that. What is lye? Of course, it's used to, to kill germs, but in tin, tiny, minute amount. But when you increase the level uh, to that much, it becomes extremely dangerous. Lie by itself, if you just touch it in your hand, it can burn your hand. All of us chemical, uh, chemistry students played with it. We know what it is. So yeah. what is lie? Well, lie is a, kind of a dissolvent, isn't it? Um, no. Well, they use it to, they use it to dissolve bodies. I know that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll just give you the answer because it's really pure chemistry. It is uh, sodium hydroxide. Mm-hmm. This is it. It is very, very. In fact, they call it toxic soda. And I'm concerned they never found out who did it uh, as of now. So that water, ha- which supply water to five half million people, have to be disposed of, which is very sad. Okay, last week I asked a question about quarks, and the word quark actually was initiated from a novel by a man named James Joyce, who had written a novel, it's a three quarks for Master Mark. Okay, so all of the universe as we see it, including us, our planet and the sun, all of them are made from up and down quarks. Uh, the rest of them, which are top and bottom and, and uh, uh, strange and so on, are the other particles, but not the one we see ourselves, who are made from up and down. So electrons are primary particles. Uh, proton and neutron are made out of up and down quarks. Okay, my second question, very quickly. Uh, 2012, CERN lab discovered the God's particle. It's also called Higgs boson. Why is it called God's particle? Particle from God or God's particle? Why is it called that? Um, hmm... Is it uh, basically the beginning of life, the essence of life? No. Um, no, then I do not know. Okay. It is called the God's particle because it gives you mass. This particle decides how much uh, Dana or Tuhe. Everything we have in the universe, God's particle decides what mass it should have. Kind of interesting. Thank you. All is a good show. All right. Thank, thank you, Reed. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. So, David, I'm sorry, the um, Lori and Kira are on phone lines here. Okay. Yeah, I am. Can you uh, hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Lori. And Kira, are you there? Hello. Hi. All right. So, uh, we'll skip the introductions. And, uh, Kira, why don't you do a question for us? Oh, but I put so much time into my introduction. Yeah, I can see that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, I'll start off with my list question. There are 12 movies that have won the Oscar for Best Picture without any Oscar nominations for the cast. What are they? I can't Again, repeat 12 a movies louder, that have won Best Picture at the Oscars, but each of these 12 movies had zero Oscar nominations for their cast. 
So what are these best picture winners? Was one of them Avatar? No, Avatar did not win best picture. Oh, it did? Okay. And uh, one of them, I think, was Grand Hotel. One of them was Grand Hotel. That's yes. Correct. That's a bill. Uh, also, interesting fun fact about Grand Hotel, uh, it had zero other Oscar nominations. It is the only film in history to win Best Picture and have no other nominations. Right. right wow. Right. That's good. And, all right. I'll just leave that at that. And um, was, was there a follow-up to that, or was that, was that your question there? I figure a 12 parters enough of a question. Okay. Then, <laughs> I'll give you other questions then if just you want them. Give the, give the question once more, if you would. Sure. There are 12 movies that have won the Oscar for Best Picture without any Oscar nominations for the cast. What are they? All right. And well, I, have another, I have another guess for Kira. Is, okay. is one of them Braveheart? Braveheart is one of them. 1995 oh, Braveheart. All right. And, uh, Laurie, why don't you go ahead? Well, it sort of leads... The reason I knew that is because it sort of leads into my question. So only three people have won Oscars for acting in films with the word heart in them and I want to know what those who those three people are and what the movies are and then only two pictures who, who have been nominated for best picture have the word heart in them and one is Braveheart so I'm going to eliminate that one so three acting roles uh, three people have won for acting with films with the word heart in them that's my Valentine's Day tribute and Braveheart is one of the movies that was nominated and one for best picture, I'm looking for the other one was that was nominated with the word "heart" in it. It did not win. So the I'm sorry. The first part of your question was the people needed to have won. They couldn't just be nominated, correct? Yeah, there were way too many nominated for heart pictures. Right. So I, I, I wanted to do that, but these all these people won. All right, and the second part once more. Second part is name a movie that was nominated for best picture but did not win that also has the word "heart" in it. Hmm. All right, I have to think about that. Okay, it's my Valentine. One of my two Valentine's questions. All right, maybe three. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds of a Matter. Oh, hi everyone. It's Sparky and Maddie from Connecticut. How are you all doing? Hey, hey, Sparky. Happy Valentine's hey. Day. Hey, thank you. Also with you all, all there, uh, Dana. Yes. Um, the Valentine Hearts. How about Be Mine? Uh, Be Mine is one. So I think I'm going to limit you to one. Uh, that's fine. Just, that's just all I have. Give other, oh, okay. But that was easy. Yeah. Uh, recent president um, for, for the... Um, how about uh, Kennedy? Not Kennedy. Okay. Going on down. Uh, uh, best movie... That didn't have any acting Oscars. How about the apartment? Uh, incorrect. Okay, and Lori, uh, how about uh, the other nominated uh, picture? How about the heart is the lonely hunter? I don't think it was nominated. I double check me on that, but it didn't turn up on my list. It's Alan Arkin guess. may have been nominated, but he didn't win. I know that. He didn't yeah, win, and no. I don't think it was nominated for Best Picture. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that that is fine. At least I got one. And uh, nice to hear from all of you. Oh, yeah, we listen to you guys every week. So Good. We, we're not far away. So um, otherwise, yeah, we're done for the night. All right. Thank Good you, night. Sparky. Bye. 
And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, we had a little problem with Zoom tonight, so so that means that Kira and Lori are on phone lines, uh, which means we have a couple of less phone lines. Um, so we'll try to go through as many calls as we can on this. Uh, I also wanted to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one. So that is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. We generally don't read the emails during the show, but uh, they do get read. So if you'd like to contact me and uh, with a comment or a question, please feel free to go ahead and do that. Uh, if the show is uh, live right now at KALW.org, so there's a live stream right there at the website. And, of course, after our show tonight, uh, they will be put up as part of the podcast, and that will be at KALW.org uh, as well and many other places. But start with KALW, please. All right, so let's see. I did my questions, um, so I think I will let Kira go ahead again. Okay. Um, I've got two quotes for you, and I just want you to tell me uh, who originated them. Uh, The first one is, sick and tired of being sick and tired. The other one is, si se pueda, which is equivalent to, yes, we can. Uh, both of these, uh, both of the people who originated these quotes were inducted into the, uh, the Women's Hall of Fame in 1993. Uh, one of them, uh, for, one of them for many reasons, but she originated the phrase, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And one of them originated the phrase, si se pueda, which is similar to, or uh, equivalent to, yes, we can. Hmm. They're both in the Women's Hall of Fame. No, I know. I just was reiterating that. So they're both in the Women's Hall of Fame, as you said. They are, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Go ahead, Laurie. And and are they both associated with politics or progressive movements? Uh, One of them, I would say, more with politics. One of them more with progressive movements. Is, Is the second one Dolores Huerta? The second one is Dolores Huerta. It's the uh, yeah. it's the motto of the United Farm Workers, Si Se Pueda. Yeah. Um, and uh, she originally co-founded the National Farm Workers Association. Now it's part of uh, uh, the United Farm Workers. Nice job. Good job. Thank you. Do you have a guess on the first one, Dana? Uh, no. I you have a hold off. I have a guess. Them, a or guess. I can just let them go for right now. Okay. We'll leave it out there. All right. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hello. Question. Yes. Who is Mark Felt? Mark Felt is the was the associate director, or assistant director of the FBI under Hoover, and he was the he was deep throat. Deep throat. Yeah. You got it. You're way ahead of me. The next question <laughs> I was going to say is: uh, three weeks ago, an actor died who played Mark Felt. Al Holbrook. Exactly. Okay, so we can move along to the present. Okay. <laughs> what happened 22 years ago this past Friday? You can go ahead and hang up. Zoom is up now. Uh, 20... Yes. 22 years ago this past Friday. This past Friday. Well, can you frame it some way? I mean, like what in... 19... Not very, very relevant to what was happening this past Friday. But in, uh, was there like, was there an impeachment? Was that Clinton? Then? Yes. 
It was the acquittal of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Exactly 22 years earlier. So, uh, and so, and so what happened on February 5th, a year ago? The, uh, Donald Trump's first first trial. Donald Trump's first acquittal. So let's make February American Acquittal Month. How about that? Let's not. Let's not. It seems we've got a pattern here. So, uh, but, and I want to relate this. Remember a few weeks ago, you mentioned uh, Robert Morse because he was in True. Mm-hmm. He portrayed uh, Truman Capote. I saw them performance. It was great. And I remembered the funniest line in that. It, you know, it takes place overnight on Christmas Eve for that evening. And at one point, he, he leaves the stage and, and returns to the stage and with a poinsettia, someone who delivered it. He goes, poinsettia, the Robert Goulet of botany. And it was the funniest line. Mm. So I've got, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with this, with this and, 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 and you can you leave can it open, open to, to other, other callers. callers. All right. Point, point, point poinsettia is, is, is named after, after a botanist. botanist. What, what other, other plants, plants are named, named after, after botanists? Oh, I'm sure there are more than, there are more than several. That's it. I'll tell you, Poinsett was, uh, it was a botanist, and he was the first American ambassador to Mexico. Way yes, back, under, yes. Um, um, I think it wasn't Gerald Poinsett. Uh, and yes, it was 19th century... Nineteenth um, century diplomat. Yes, correct. And uh, so, what other? I, I know of one other. I'm, I'm leave it open to your audience to call in. All right. I know of one other, one other flower, a plant named after a botanist. All right, we'll leave that out for people. I can tell you a receptionist, but you can invite people to call in because there's probably a lot more. All right, we we will do that, and we'll put you on yes. hold just for a minute. Okay. All right. Thank you. All, All right. right. And uh, good. Oh, hi, uh, David. I'm I'm actually hearing your voice too. So um, we'll have to work on that a little bit. And Lori, you go ahead. Well, I'm going to take off on the question. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm going to take off on the question you asked Dana about the candy hearts. You asked about the earliest names on them. Yes. I looked them up. And as far as I could tell, there have been eight of them that the message included the name of an animal. So I'm looking for the little tiny words, you know, that go on those candy hearts in which the name of them is an animal. And, um, yeah, there's eight of them all together. All right. Huh. An animal. Yeah. And they, you know, and they all belong on <laughs> on those little hearts. I bet cat is one. Uh, not, well, something to go with cat. Dog? Well, you know what I'm looking for is the whole expression. So, oh, it's all a right. Two-word expression that includes the word cat. Cool cat, isn't cool cat? That's it. Yeah. That's one of them. Right. So and there's seven more. All right. You swine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me check. No, that didn't make the final cut. All you right. Swine. <laughs> And uh, the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134. I think we – are they – they're still not occupying phone lines, right? So we have those two extra lines now? 
Correct. Okay, great. So again, we have all lines now, and that's 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Are you there, caller? Hi, Dana. Happy Discounted Candy Eve. That's right. And happy mattress sale weekend, too. Oh, shoot. You know <laughs> I need a new mattress. I'll put that on the list. Yeah, right. Um, I have a guess on the Candy Heart uh, uh, slogans, lo- longest-running slogans. Um, how about just I love you? No, weirdly enough. Although there's one that has love in it, of course. Um, true, true love? True love, yes. Very good. And I have a question for you since we're getting into award season. What children's book author, um, famous children's book author, also won two Grammys? One of which is a recording of one of the books that he wrote, but the other is a country song. Um, who is the author and what is the country song? Is it Marie Sendak? It is not Maurice Sendek. Shel Silverstein. Yeah. And that, a boy named Sue. That makes sense, doesn't it? Very good. Yes. You're right. And then as a follow-on to that, um, a boy named Sue was recorded at which California prison where Folsom. Johnny Cash recorded? Folsom prison. Yes. Folsom. Actually, it was recorded at San Quentin. Oh. We recorded at both. Okay. All right. Nice. That's good. Yep. So that's all I got for you guys tonight. Happy well, Valentine's Day. Thank you, Megan. You too. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at 7 p.m. Uh, come rain or come shine. And the uh, panel tonight, that would be Kira Pace, technical editor, Lori Fisher, teacher at Dabo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. Uh, also want to remind you that you can hear us in live stream at KALW.org. And the phone numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Okay, I think it's my turn here. Um, and let's try this. I'm Actually, I'm going to repeat the questions that I asked earlier just because some of you may not have heard them. Uh, let's see. What is the most recent presidential birthplace that has been added to the national park system? And so that's for President's Day. Uh, and uh, what are the oldest conversation heart sayings? Conversation heart started around 1902. Uh, so far, we have Be Mine and True Love. What are the other three? I'm looking for the top five there. And what fictional person receives the most Valentines each year? And this is this is a person from literature, obviously. What fictional person receives the most Valentines each year? Um, all right. I will give you uh, one new question here. So okay, I'm going to guess. Can we guess on the hearts one first? Uh, yeah, one guess. Go ahead. All right. Uh, what about uh, Kiss Me? Kiss Me is correct. Very good. I, I have a guess on the fictional character for Valentine's. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Any chance that it's Cupid? It is not Cupid. Okay. And I, I have a question about the Ken, uh, not the Kennedy on the birthplace um, becoming a national park. Was yeah. that before or after Kennedy or do you not want to say? I do not want to say. Okay. And all right. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you – 
five states, and uh, each of these states, for instance, California has nine national parks, the most of any state. Alaska has eight. But these are five states that have only one national park. I want you to tell me what that park is, okay? So again, each of these states, U.S. states, has only one national park. What are they? Number one, Ohio. Number two, Oregon. Number three, Missouri. Number four, Indiana. Number five, Minnesota. So again, these five states only have one national park each. Some states have up to nine, uh, California, as I said, and Alaska has eight, and uh, quite a few states have two or even three, but each of these states has only one national park. Number one, Ohio, number two, Oregon, number three, Missouri, number four, Indiana, and number five, Minnesota. So uh, I'll give you each one guess if you like. Go ahead, Kara. You you Uh, can have my guess. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, I know there's a mound builder, but I don't know if if it's a long... No, probably not. I'll guess mound builder for uh, Missouri, but that's wrong. That is wrong. So again, uh, each of these states, U.S. states, has only one national park. Name the park. Number one, Ohio. Number two, Oregon. Number three, Missouri. Number four, Indiana. Number five, Minnesota. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Bob in Oakland. How's everybody tonight? Good, thank you, Bob. Okay, great. I have uh, one guess on the uh, Hearts title. I believe uh, Sally Field won the Best Actor Actress Oscar for Places in the Heart. She did. Very good. Yes, you like me. You really like me. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> that was the one, yeah. And the president's birthplace, was that your Belinda for Nixon? It is not your Belinda for Nixon. Okay. Alrighty, some presidential trivia for President's Day. Uh, got uh, two of them for you. First of all, who is the first president to have a pilot's license? Oh, interesting question. Um, first, first rated pilot. So is this a personal license or something they got as a result of serving in the military? It was a personal license. Okay. No, uh, a civilian pilot's license. And then the second one, Princess Diana was related to two presidents. Do you know who they are? Of the United States? Of the United States. One of them, Franklin Pierce? Uh, No. Unfortunately. (laughs) Rutherford B. Hayes. So each of these presidents is a 20th century president, correct? Uh, No. Oh, no. Okay. So is one George Washington? Yes, it is. She is related to to, uh, George Washington. All right. And... Is the other one also a pre-Civil War president? No. All right, then. Let's think about this. Huh. What about Andrew Jackson? Oh, he's uh, pre-Civil no. War. Don't mind me. No. Okay. <laughs> then, so the second one is neither is not 20th century either. Now, the second one is 20th century. All right. How about... Think about this for a second. Um, well, it can't be either Roosevelt because that would have made her related to the other Roosevelt. It can't be Bush because that would make her related to a different Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it Clinton by any chance? No. How about mm. Woodrow Wilson? No. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. If she... No, we give up on that. Okay, it's uh, Jimmy Carter. Oh. Oh, interesting. I'm sorry. And the first part, uh, the first question was, would you repeat that, please? Yeah, the first president of the United States who had, had a, a pilot's personal, license. Right. 
So would this person be one of the earliest people to get a pilot's license? Uh, no. All right. Then I would say, let me think about this. So in other words, it wouldn't be Theodore Roosevelt. No. He was the first president to actually fly in a plane. Right. After he retired. Okay. And then I don't think it'd be Wilson or Harding or Coolidger. I don't think it'd be Hoover. Um, Roosevelt. Mm. Um, Truman's I imagine it would be Ike because he's too enamored of the uh, Rose. Ike was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, so, huh. Oh. How about oh, Johnson? About- yeah. No. Hmm. No. Don't know. Okay. Yeah. Actually, it was Ike. Was uh, it oh, seriously? No. Oh, yeah, he loved his road so much. I talked myself yeah, out. He, of yeah, he learned to fly in the Philippines <laughs> back in the 1930s. He was the uh, he was the aide to Douglas MacArthur, wasn't he? That's right. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Those are good questions. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks very much. Love the show. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. Mm, bye bye. And let's see. Um, Kira, I think it's your turn. All right. What is the only television show to win the Emmy for best theme song two times? Hmm. What is the only television show to win the Emmy for best theme song twice? How about Cheers? That is incorrect. Did the song have it, words it, it, to it, or was it more of an instrumental? There are words. Okay. And it, and the words were sung when it, mm-hmm. when it played with the show? Is it a comedy? Uh, there are comic elements, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a comedy, no. Okay. And there's a reason so, so I'm assuming, for it being nominated twice. Yeah. Did it, did it change, or did the show change, or the theme song change, something like that? Yes, something about, like that. Oh, how about Happy Days? Incorrect. Okay. But is, uh, so did it have like a spinoff and did that cause the change in the song or a change no. in characters? No, neither of those. Okay. Was this show on for a considerable period of time? Yes. But so, something ha- happened that allowed it to be nominated a second time. Is that what right. you're saying? Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned, as a matter of fact, so... It changed, yeah, okay, cast change or spin-off change, something like that. It's not the Andy Griffith uh, show, is it? Uh, no and no. All right. What were the no's to? Andy Griffith and... Uh, you're something like that with cast changes yeah. and and Dana's Andy Griffith show. Okay. All right. Okay. Huh. All right, ask the question once more if you would. Sure. What is the only television show to win the Emmy for best theme song twice? And when it did, was it the exact same song the both, both times? It, is, it was not, no. Okay, so the song changed. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Huh. Which is why it was eligible twice. Huh. Otherwise, it would not have been. Okay. Hmm. All right, move it out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. <clears throat> Hi, it's Tom in Southern California. Hi, Tom. Hi. Uh, TV show... It's not MASH, is it? It is not MASH. Not Trapper John MD. All right. Um, <laughs> no, it's nothing from the MASH universe. 
Okay. Uh, the National Parks Oregon is Crater Lake. That's correct. Crater Lake. Indiana is Indiana Dune. That is correct. Is Missouri, Missouri Breaks? Is that a national park? It is not. Okay. Um, sick and tired of being sick and tired, is that Shirley Chisholm? It is not. You are you are kind of on the right track, but no, not Shirley Chisholm. Okay. And um, I will, I'll go ahead and read my extra clue there. Uh, she's the co-founder of the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party in 1964. Civil rights activist and community organizer. Oh, it's not Edelman, is it? Marion Wright Edelman? No. No. Okay. That's the children's defense national office. I mean, hold uh, political office. She did not. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Anything? Anything else? Oh, okay. Yeah. How about the candy heart animals? How about teddy bear? You know, teddy bear didn't make the list. Surprisingly, Mm. that's 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 a good Uh, guess. Foxy? It again? Foxy? Foxy? Like fox. No. Oh, I see. No. Boy. Crazy yeah, like foxy. a fox. Right. Yeah. Foxy. No foxes. Uh, okay. And then the other Candy Heart saying, how about Hug Me, Dana, for the oldest ones? Uh, not Hug Me, Dana, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bite Me, Dana. Okay, no, um, not that either. Let's see. <laughs> The uh, recent presidential birthplace, is that Hope, Arkansas? It is Hope, Arkansas. It's Clinton's birthplace. Very good. Uh, The fictional person, most Valentines. How about Charlie Brown? Not Charlie Brown. Okay. Uh, Best picks with no acting nominations. How about the artist? Incorrect. Argo? Incorrect. Ooh. Uh, Okay. Wings? That's correct. Ah. So, yes to that. And all the president's men? Oh, you started well with all, but then it, uh, then it went to crap after that. Oh, yeah. That's the way my life goes. Um, <laughs> uh, now, if you have another Oscar. all movie in there that you'd like to throw oh, out. All Quiet on the Western Front. There That's, it is. No. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Dana. All right. Um, uh, the best picture that didn't win with Heart in its name, is that Wild at Heart? No, was not nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Um, that's all I got for there. And then uh, I guess since it's Valentine's Day, I figured I'd ask a question based on the weather as reported by the New York Times. Um, you know, they have the list of the cities in the United States that they list the weather for in the Times. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering if you tell me there are two letters that only have one city you know that they're uh, represented by only one city. What are those two letters in the cities? Are they U.S. cities? Yes. Yeah. This is only in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Only the U.S. cities. So, so these are. This is a. You're looking for a letter that's only in the name of one of the cities on the New York Times weather list, right? Right. Yeah. It's represented. The initial letter is only represented by one city. I read the European weather every day in the New York Times <laughs> in in, in fond hopefulness that I should get to go back there one of these days. Um, what about why Youngstown? Uh, no, there's no Y cities at all. Okay. And did you say just say, is it is it the initial letter only we're looking for? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it's usually major letter, cities what, and cities where there is a weather station. Um, 
for instance, my brother lives in Medford, Oregon, and, and he has a weather station there, so they usually list Medford, Oregon. But I know that's not the only M. Well, um, yeah, listed in the print edition, I should say. So Medford right. is not in the print edition. So, okay. Oh, what about uh, oh Oklahoma City? Uh, no, there's uh, there's also Omaha and Orlando listed. Oh, that's fair. So, if one, <laughs> rather yeah, than rather would. than us guessing, <laughs> let's tell us what the letters are. Oh, okay, and, and then uh, we'll take it from I. How about I and V? Indianapolis. Indianapolis is correct. And V? Virginia Beach. V. Virginia Beach is correct. Wow, oh, good. Really? All right, there we go. <laughs> Awesome. That's a surprise. And then uh, last question. So, so Mozart was buried in a pauper's grave. Uh, why? Hmm. Yeah. Why Except it? with the pauper family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Mr. it's because he was Baroque. All right. Uh, okay. Bye. I, Thank you. I, I smelled right. a pun coming yeah. there. I should have right. And, and it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't that Baroque, by the way. Let's, okay, so. let's repeat any questions that have not been answered yet. Uh, Kira, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, what civil rights activist and community organizer who co-founded the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party in 1964 is credited with the phrase sick, of ti- or sick and tired of being sick and tired? She was also inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame in 1993. What is the only TV show to win the Emmy for Best Theme Song Twice? And uh, there are 12 movies that have won the Oscar for Best Picture uh, that were not nominated for any acting Oscars. What are they? And so far, we have the first three, which are Wings, All Quiet on the Western Front, and Grand Hotel. And then much later, we have Braveheart, looking for eight more. I have one more guess on that, Kira. How about The Greatest Show on Earth? Is uh, correct. That is number five. Good. And how about Crash? Incorrect. Oh, really? Somebody was nominated for that. Oh. Somebody was nominated, yeah. Not, it's nominated, not one, right? Right. Um, yeah. Okay, and for me, I am looking for two actors who won Oscars for being in movies with the word heart. And I'm looking for the movie besides Braveheart that was nominated for Best Picture. It did not win. And then in the world of Candy Hearts for Valentine's, uh, there I have a list of, um, I hope it's complete. It seemed complete of uh, little hearts that have eight different animals on them. I want the full phrase. All we have so far is cool cat. We didn't get Foxy, not on there. What about Lovebird? Lovebird is on there. Very Yay. Nice. Give her a bell on that one. Right. Good. And let's see. Um, on the same trend, uh, the uh, candy hearts, conversation hearts, they were start, It started in 1902, and I'm looking for the uh, five oldest sayings on the candy hearts. So far, we have kiss me, be mine, and true love. What are the other two? So the five oldest sayings on the candy hearts. What are the last two on that list? What fictional character receives the most valentines each year? This is a famous person from literature. What fictional person receives the most valentines each year? And uh, I have a list of states that have only one national park. The ones we have left are Ohio, Missouri, and Minnesota. What is the one national park in each of those states? And I think that is it. Okay. Uh, The two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Let's go to a call. 
Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Peter Unbrindle. Hi, Peter. Uh, in regard to uh, plants named after botanists, yes. uh, the Linnea flower was named after Carl Linnaeus. Excellent. It, nice. That's it? Good. That's the one that the gentleman asked the question was thinking of? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, David says no. David no? says no. Okay. But you're right. I know you're right because there's a he designed a flower clock. Um and as a matter of fact there's a there's a famous piece of music that's taken from that that is composed after that. So uh, but I think yeah, you are right. Yes. And the question. Yes. Uh the Senate has been in the news this week. I have a question about a senator who rejoiced in the name of Augustus Octavius Bacon, who was elected senator from Georgia in 1913. What was different about his election from all previous elections? Is, is there a racial element to this? Uh, well, not. Uh, there certainly is about Bacon. Uh, but uh, not pertinent to the question. Okay. What is unusual about this? Does it have anything to do with who voted for him? Yes. All right. Was he the first person to be elected with a, a larger voter pool? Yes. Okay. Was it the first one to be elected when... Uh, Women... When women or uh, black people were allowed to vote? No. Okay. Must be women. No. no. Not women. Okay. So it's a larger voter pool, but it's not women and it's not black. Well, black people probably would have been discouraged from voting at that point. And Well, there were like the poll taxes and all the things where they were technically allowed to vote, but then not really. Right. But a great change some- in the voter pool. Great change in the voter pool, but not women was some, and not, and what, not what, black people. Was the pool expanded by eliminating something like poll tax or owning property or intelligence test? Uh, it was passed uh, by a change in uh, legislation. Uh, but did, it was, it, did it have anything to do with owning property? No. Okay. Did it have anything? Go ahead. I was going to say, but it had nothing to do with, like, when they used to have different kinds of tests, like civics tests or constitution tests that were ultimately unruled. Uh, was it anything like that? It has to do with the Constitution, certainly. Uh, Did right. it have to do with knowing the Constitution, being able to recite, for example? N- no. Okay. Go ahead and tell us. Yeah. He was the first senator to be elected after the passage of the 17th Amendment, which changed the uh, voting from uh, election by the state legislature to ah, the people. Okay. All right. Oh. So, All senators were elected by their state legislature. Right. Uh, right. Very good. Good question. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Over and out. Good All luck. Right. Bye-bye. Keep them flying. And uh, let's see. I forgot whose turn it is. I think it might be yours, Lori. I think so. Um, this is a literary uh, Valentine's Day question. I want to know who, and I have Sue Schweik to thank for this one. Um, who is Elsa Gidlow? And she's an author, and she wrote a certain kind of poetry that's uh, appropriate for today. And once we get that, I, the other part of the question is she's kind of renowned. What's her association with 
Alan Watts, Louis Armstrong, Lily Tomlin, Margot St. James, and Daniel Ellsberg. So the first part of the question is Elsa Gidlow. Uh, I want to know what uh, she's a writer and she's renowned for something. And what is she renowned for? And then what is her association with Alan Watts, Louis Armstrong, Lily Tomlin, Margot St. James, and Daniel Ellsberg? Is this something to do with Valentine's Day cards? Yeah, not cards. Not cards. But Valentine's Day. Well, I'm using it for Valentine's Day because it's a romantic day. So it's a certain kind of uh, thing that would be appropriate, but it has nothing particularly to do with Valentine's Day. But it's uh, somebody might give somebody this work of literature for Valentine's Day. Hmm. All right. And... Is this a uh, is this a sex book, Lori? It is not a sex book, and I can see the expression on your face. Um, but you know what? I'm is it because say, is it because Lori mentioned Margot St. James, <laughs> um, who was a sex worker? Or um, I, I don't. Yep. Go ahead. I don't think it's a sex book. No, I, and I'm going to say I'm looking at the time a little bit. Uh, the 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 reason she's famous was the work she wrote in 1923. So there's something significant about that in the world of romance and love. Hmm. All right. First Harlequin novel. No, that's a good. Uh, I but that's but a good the case. first something. You're you're headed in the right direction. First something. All right. Yeah. Let's think about that. And okay. let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Yeah, hi, this is Greg in Alameda. Hi, Greg. Hey, Greg. Um, hi. So, the Best Picture Oscar winners with no acting nominations. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure one of those is Slumdog Millionaire. That is correct. Good. It's the second to last, or second most recent right. one. Okay. All right, great. And then the Conversation Hearts, um, Lori, how about the ones with the animal names? Mm-hmm. These are just guesses. How about cat meow? No cat's meow. Unbelievable. No, well, not there. They should have that. I agree. Okay, and then, how, and then how about um, puppy love? Yes, puppy love's on there. Oh, right. that is, okay, cool. And cat's um, meow should be on there, so I'm doubting my meow, list. Yeah, why is that? Yeah. I'm going to write to that company to, immediately. Even cats, even cats' pajamas. You know, yeah, <laughs> that might be too long to fit. Yeah, but cats me out definitely would fit. And then Dana, do you want me to give you the Ohio National Park? Yeah, go ahead. Want to leave it out? No, go ahead. Okay, so the sole national park in Ohio is the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. That's right. That's near Cleveland, isn't it? Yeah, I grew up like maybe two miles from the edge of the park. Yeah, very good. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Greg from Alameda. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, it's Thomas in Berkeley. Hi, Thomas. I'm turning the radio off. Thank you. Um, let's see. There's nothing good on there anyway. I had a, a Dana <laughs> question, but I think it's too late to start asking questions, isn't it? Well, no, it depends. Is it a long question? Well, I don't think it's too long. I, right, I think ahead, it's kind of cute. It's just some information that I came upon recently that I never knew about. Did you know that they had assistant director awards back in the 30s? No, I did not. So um, 
the first time they gave it to six directors. In, that thir- in 1934, they gave it to one director, and I don't know the director, but it was for Via Via. Oh, okay. Uh, Wallace Beery, right? Yeah, but I mean, they, they did it for big movies. So then in 35, uh, 36, 37, they give it to big movies. And the first one in 35 features Gary Cooper and Fran Chaton. Uh, Lives of a Bengal Lancer? Yeah. And 36 is um, Errol Flynn and a lot of horses. Um, Charge of the Light Brigade? Yeah. And uh, 37 (laughs) is uh, Tyrone Power and Don Amici? Ooh. Uh, You mean, well, I mean, they were in a lot of movies here. So in in Old Chicago, by any chance? In Old Chicago, yeah. Okay. You so usually, get, what they would—they probably gave it to sec, what was then called second unit directors, which do, did all the action scenes. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, that's probably okay. Well, you give yourself three bells. Right, well, I'll give you one. Uh, okay. Now, the non-winners for Oscars that didn't have actors. Yes, please. Right. Um, an American in Paris is the one between Grand Hotel and Greatest Show on Good Earth. Job. That is correct. How about? Uh, Around the World in 80 Days. Is the next one after Greatest Show on Earth. Um, I, I don't, I think Gigi had a, one person got a nomination. Am I wrong? Uh, you are wrong because Gigi is not only on the list, but Gigi was nine nominations, one of the most nominated movies that undefeated won everything that they uh, were nominated for, no acting awards. Oh, great. And, um, you don't have, do you have any more old ones? Nope. The next one's 1987. After Gigi, or after Gigi, there's a 30-year break. Okay. Now, crazy actors. Um, Jeff Bridges, Crazy Heart. Yes, that's Ooh. absolutely right. Good job. Just that. And yeah. does. And that would have been 2009. And what about um, supporting actress? Okay. Yes. Ethel Barrymore and None But the Lonely Heart. Oh, very good. Oh, that's very exactly good. right. Very yeah, I know some of the old stuff. Yeah, um, you do. You guys are a lifeline. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, I was wondering if Alan Watson and all those folks all had heart transplants, maybe. Ooh. Oh, you know, that would I don't have been know. related to Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, that's, that's, I don't think Lily Tomlin has, so I don't know. That's not the answer I have, but that's a great answer. Valentine candy cat's pajamas? You know, you know, that's what I, it should be on there. I don't have it. Somebody thought it might have too many letters, so I'd give her a bell, but I don't think so. Oh, you think it won't, it wouldn't fit on on the candy, yeah. huh? No, yeah, and, it, and it wasn't not. on it wasn't on the list that I saw either. So those those are the two disqualifiers. Missouri Ozarks? Uh no, not that. Okay. And uh Fanny Lou Hamer was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Very nice. That Good is job. absolutely correct. Fanny Lou Hamer was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I believe it's even on her headstone. Well, I'm glad you included that question. She was a great lady. I'm glad you got it right. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much. Well, well done. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hello? Hi, you're on. 
Oh, hi. I'm Fannie Mae Hamer. Somebody just said that already. Um, yeah, she kind of crashed the Democratic convention. Yeah. I think she should get a bell for Fannie Mae Hamer as well. All right. Yes, we'll give you a bell for I have a quick question for you. This right. Friday, February 19th, is called Day of Remembrance, and it's remembering order number 9066. So what group of Americans are we remembering, and what that's, are we remembering? That's the Nisei, isn't it? The uh, yeah. Japanese uh, who were interned? That's what I think. Is that correct, Miss? Sorry, I, I can't hear I'm you. I'm sorry, was did, was that remembering the Nisei, the, Jap, the Japanese who were interned during World War II? Yes, okay. that is it. All right. So that is all for tonight. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Appreciate Your it. Your show has been really great in uh, just having a constant in these times that are so changing. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, next call. Hi, you're Hi. on Minds Over Matter. Well, hello. Uh, this is Danny in Albany. Hi, Danny. Danny Hi. and Sandra. And Sandra. And Sandra. Oh, yes. All right. Hi. Well, <laughs> so, uh, so Greg, Greg got our puppy love on the Valentine's name, oh. but uh, Sandra just uh, thought meow might be one. You know, it might be, but I'm only. It has to have the animal's name in the phrase. Meow. Oh, poo. Well, okay. Well, well I've got, I've got uh, two questions. I got a President's Day question and an, and another one. All so, right. the, my, my first uh, question is: Who were these four people, Charles Curtis, Frank Knox, Charles McNary, and John Bricker. Uh, well, they were either ran for vice president or were vice president. Oh, uh, you nailed it. They were the, the four losing vice presidential candidates to FDR. Oh, yes. Okay, very good. Uh, cool. Yeah, Curtis is with Hoover, uh, Wilkie McNary. Uh, Bricker and Dewey and Landon and Knox. Yes, Landon and Knox. I actually found a Landon, a Landon Knox uh, campaign button at the Alameda Flea Market once, which I own with great pride. So uh, I would be I would be surprised if you couldn't find a Landon button. To be honest with you, uh, uh, because they're they're every. I think he was he had the best finance losers campaign of all time. There's there landed buttons all, all over the place. Well, I had to have one because it, it's a little yellow daisy uh, that they reminded me of the McCarthy button that I also have in my collection. So uh, so anyhow, uh, the. Um, uh, uh, oh, do I have time for another question? All right, go ahead, very quickly. Okay, really quick. Okay, so uh, there are a bunch of diacritical marks from foreign languages that are now commonly used in written English, and they include the like, sedia, the umlaut, accent circumflex, grave, aigu, the tilde, and the Hawaiian okina. My question is, what unique distinction does the okina enjoy? I will turn that over to Kira. I think she probably knows more about this ah. than any of us. What's unique about it? Uh, well, it's it is uh, the only. I mean, it has its it's its own letter. It's the only one of those that is its own sound. Uh, that's not what I had in mind. Okay, it's from Hawaiian, which is different from the rest of them. Um, oh, very true. Uh, well, uh, rather than hang hang you up, but my my. Uh, preferred answer is just, it's just amused the heck out of me when I noticed this. It apparently is the only diacritical mark that must be used to spell the name of the diacritical mark. Oh, <laughs> oh interesting. Uh, All right. That's cool. Thank you very that's much. A- thanks, guys. I love you. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Please call again. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hey, Dana. It's Megan again. Hi, Megan. I hate to take up another spot, but as um, as much as I try to pass myself off as a native Californian, 
I am in fact a Missouri show me stater. So the national park in Missouri is the Gateway Arch that National Park. That is correct. Park. The only man-made Whoa. national monument. There we are. Or one of the few. All ones. right. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Thanks, Megan. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, one more call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Robert in San Francisco. Hi, Robert. Hi there. Um, is Will You Be Mine one of them, the hearts? Be Mine is, but not Will You Be Mine. Okay. But I'll, give you for, I'll give it to you for Be Mine. Okay. And then um, is Harry Potter the literature guy that got the most sound? It is not. Okay. Okay, I have a few couple quick questions. I know that I, by we're, much time. we got two minutes left, so you'll have to save them for next week. I'm okay, so, I will. I'm sorry All about right, that. thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. All right, time to clean up here. So, Kira? All right, real quick, is one of your hearts Cutie Pie? It is not. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, the 12 movies that won Oscars for Best Picture without any Oscar nominations for the cast. The two that we had left were The Last Emperor in 1987 and uh, Parasite, The Last... The last Ceremony. Uh, The only television show to win the Emmy for Best Theme Song twice. uh, It got twice nominated, twice won because they changed theme songs midway through, and that, or like I think in season two, season three, and that is Monk. Yeah. Uh, The two theme songs to Monk, and I think that's all I've got. All right, and Lori, very quickly. Okay. The, the the movie that was nominated for an Oscar with the word heart in it was Places in the Heart, which is the one Sally Field won for. The one that you didn't uh, question about uh, Elsa Gidlow is that she wrote, excuse me, wrote the first book of openly lesbian poetry hmm. in 1923. And Alan Watts, Louis Armstrong, Lily Tomlin, Marco St. James, Daniel Ellsberg all came to Druid Heights up in Marin County, which was her home. And then the hearts that had animals' names that we didn't get were Top Dog, Love Bug, Bear Hug, Go Fish, and U R A Tiger. All right, they were just the letters U R A. Thank you very much. And, and one other one other oh. note, Dana Linhard Fuchs gives us Fuchsia, Fuchsia, sixteenth oh. century botanist. All right, good. Uh, let's see, Minnesota. The only national park is Voyagers. Uh, the uh, fictional character that receives the most Valentines each year, that's Juliet, as in Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Uh, and the oldest conversation heart sayings, uh, the five are kiss me, be mine, true love, sweet talk, and be good. If we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. My thanks to our panel tonight. That would be Kira Pace, technical editor, Laurie Fisher, teacher at Valley College. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. My thanks to David Latulip. It's nice to have him back. And uh, above all, our thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call in out there. Have a great Valentine's Day. Have a great President's Day. Have a great Ash Wednesday. And please join us next Sunday at 7. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Valentine's Day